good i'm good we're doing this uh very distance today we're gonna give it a shot we're gonna be on a phone this is, this is a covid friendly recording COVID friendly recording. <laughs> um so forgive us for the sound quality but we are doing the best we can with what we've got right now that's right we're doing great we're doing great and it's been a minute since we've we've been out to talk with, to our fans. That sounded weird. <laughs> yeah. All ten of you. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. It's been a minute since we've recorded content for you guys, and we're excited to get back into it. Yeah, just been kind of crazy beginning of the year and dealing with yeah. a bunch. I don't even know. Like I say that, but it's like not really. Like yeah, work's been busy, <laughs> but. There's there's nothing holding us back from doing this. You're right. Just logistics got in the way, and now we're adjusting on a phone call instead of an in-person recording. So maybe that's it. Logistics. When I have, we both have a toddler, and then you've also got your older one, and they're all kids are crazy. So kids are crazy. Work is crazy. But it's crazy. We're trying not to make excuses in our life. Well, we're over it. We're over it. And that's an easy transition into kind of what's been on both of Chad and my uh, minds lately is just about winning, like forgetting the excuses because they're always there. And I kind Mm -hmm. of almost feel like we're a broken record because I'm pretty sure we've talked about this slightly before, but it's something that I continually have to remind myself. Yeah. And I think that it's especially needed right now where New Year's resolutions, I think for the majority of people have completely worn off, right? Good it's point. like, Great we're point. back to some old habits. Like I ate definitely against my meal plan today. <laughs> oh yeah. Today was rough <laughs> for both of us. That's my bad. Um, Cadbury eggs were involved. That was on you. And I told you I'll no on those. ownership for that. But... The, the Maverick run in the middle of the workday was on me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, with New Year's resolution starting to fall off, it always makes me feel like, okay, people, human nature is to do the bare minimum to get by, right? Like, I always am trying to avoid pain, and, you know, I still want to reach my goals. I still want to, you know, hit my minimum standards or whatever but like it's hard to keep yourself performing at a super high level day in day out um you know relentlessly you know i think all of us start to slack a little bit i think it's easy too yeah like you were saying like everyone kind of slacks at some point especially if uh 
I would put it like if you're if you're not constantly reminding yourself. And so what I've done is I physically have written down all of my call them resolutions, call them goals, whatever for this year, put them up on the wall um, in one of my offices. And so it's right there and that helps. But at the same time, I, I think for me personally, it's not as bad to like that. I just like don't remember or know what my goals were or resolutions. I just find the easy way out. Sometimes it's a yeah. weird mindset fall off, I guess is a way to put it. And I'm really quick and easy to do that. If it, I mean, for stupid reasons, like, I don't know, it could be anything. It's like, Oh, I'm tired. Like we just put Hadley into um, a big girl bed, if you will. Nice. You know, it only took two and a half years. It's fine. Took her out of a crib. No. Um, Keep her in that crib as long as humanly possible. Well, we we're over it. We're done. So, um, cause we're, we're doing a bit of traveling here in the next week or two. So mm-hmm. with hotels, I, it's just a nightmare t- packing and flying with like a pack and play and she can get sure. out of those now. And anyways, so now coincidentally at the same time, I found out she can crawl out of that pack and play when we were in St. George at the beginning mm-hmm. of, or the end of uh, middle of January, whatever finding out she can get out of her pack and play. She can also open doorknobs now. So <laughs> two birds, one stone. Um, so put her in a big girl bed and now she can open the door at night and randomly gets up at whatever time she desires. <laughs> I accidentally mm-hmm. kicked her in the face the other night because she woke me up and it scared me and I just twitched and whack right in the face. Um, <laughs> And so it's like, okay, I woke up with my kid at three thirty, four o'clock and spent an hour putting her back to sleep. It's okay for me to not go to the gym today. And then it's the next day I don't go because Kaylee works that night. And then I don't go the right. next day. because It just piles up and you find reasons to just do nothing or do the bare minimum. Yeah, and I just think that, like, you know, we all know that there's going to be distractions. We all know that mm-hmm. there's going to be exceptions to the rule, right? And I think the the first thing to take off the list is, you know, usually the things that are stretching you the most. And the things that are stretching you the most are the probably the most important things in your life. So it's like when you have a bad night's sleep, the first thing to go is the gym. And then when I don't go to the gym... I don't want to eat well the rest of the day Mm -hmm. for some, you know what I mean? It's like a trigger like, Oh, okay. Well, I didn't do that. So I don't have to do this. I double down on the bad for some reason. It's like, I I should be like, Oh, I'm going to eat pretty clean today because I didn't go to the gym. But like, if I'm not exercising, (laughs) I'm also binge eating. Like it's, we're going to go to Maverick and buy just straight garbage. (laughs) Oh man. I, but I think I'm not mad about it. It was a good time. But I think that that's how you get off track and you get back into the bad habits, right? It's like a couple of days of not going to the gym, a couple turn into a couple of weeks of, okay, I used to be good at five days a week. Now I'm at four days. Now I'm at three days. Now I'm, oh, I try to get to the gym a couple of times a week. And I'm sitting in a chair right now in pain because I did this leg workout the other day that just annihilated my hamstring and like (laughs) I can hardly sit down or walk upstairs but like 
I was saying to Zach before we started recording, like, I wish I had never stopped going to to my gym class because I used to do that exercise all the time. Right. And since I haven't been, I feel like I've never worked out before. It's interesting. It's, so. it's just, it's, it's interesting how that works. Cause it's the same thing. So like I took a solid two and a half weeks off and you're like, you, first time you go back to the gym, you go way too hard. You know what I mean? Like oh, you just, always. You're like, yeah, I got this. You just go right back to when you were just peak. And mm-hmm. then you're like, you are feeling right now, just miserable for days on end. For me, <laughs> it's my biceps. I don't know what it is. Any other part of my body does just fine. But like my biceps, I can't lift my arms for like a week <laughs> after that first day back. It doesn't even matter if I was even like doing any sort of bicep workout, but it's just miserable. Interesting. Yeah, it sucks. But how yeah. about this? How, how does that same principle kind of shift into, and, and then like your, your work experience, like you, you're doing yeah. the bare minimum. You're doing the things you should, I guess, some of them but they're half-assed. Well, I think with us at being in sales positions, like where we're trying to like, you know, earn commissions and a lot of, you know, both quantity and quality, right. You know, everybody has their financial temperature, right? Like, although, you know, I put really high volume goals on my whiteboard and I stare at it every day and I changed my passwords to my computer. And, you know, I'm like really trying to visualize, you know, reaching these specific sales numbers, I find myself in my day-to-day life, like when I'm actually working, you know, I'm falling into old patterns, which I know will produce the same type of volume I did in 2020 and 2019. Right. And I can, it's almost like, like I'm outside of myself watching me, like saying, dude, like, you're not going to get to 25 million in volume by, you know, just waiting for your friends and referrals to come in. Like you've got to take all that normally comes to you plus what you promised to do on January 1st, you know, make these extra contacts and go after these higher end listings and, you know, prospect in these ways. And I find literally any excuse not to do it. I'm like, well, I don't, I don't have to, or I don't feel like it, or I'll be too rushed, or I don't have the appropriate, you know, papers or flyers to hand to them. And all of a sudden I'm like two months into the year, like, okay, like what have you actually done to try to get your goal besides just talk about it? (laughs) Right. Talk about it, put it on a whiteboard or piece of paper. Yeah. And and honestly, Yeah. And I mean, my needs are met, like the volume that I did in 2020, like is excessive. It provides for my life and my family and I'm comfortable. So, I mean, that makes sense. You're comfortable. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, you know, and I'm getting awards and I'm getting recognition and like not to my own horn, but it's like to really keep full throttle and, and break new records. It's tough. Like, it makes you really like have a, 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 you know, a conversation with yourself. Like, what is this really for? Like, is it for the significance? Like, why do you need to do this? You don't need to do this. And all of a sudden you're talking yourself out of the things you kind of wanted to do. 
So oh. you're so you're kind of saying you need to find your why. How do you find your why? Mm. You know, like what what made you go? Oh, I need to do twenty five million a volume. I mean, really, my why? So that's that's a tough question because okay. I feel like my why is you know it always comes down to like doing what's possible with my life like i don't want to mm-hmm. leave opportunities or abilities on the table like my why always comes down to like providing the best life that i can for my kids you know setting myself up for the all the opportunities that i want in leadership growth adventure in life all of those types of things you know and what's hard is that most of those things are pretty well taken care of already Mm -hmm. but there's always more right and so it's like it's hard to get down to a a deeper why where it's like six figures isn't cutting it anymore i need seven figures a year you know that's like is anybody's why like so deep that it's like i have to be a billionaire you know what i mean like i'm not anywhere close to that but it's like my why is satisfied no matter you know what type of income range i'm going after so i don't know if somebody maybe that's maybe that's the wake up yeah and it's really really boiling it down to why yeah if somebody out there listening has an idea on this like i'm really curious because I feel like I listen to a lot of books. I read a lot of things. I'm constantly chewing on personal development. And it's like a lot of people will say, well, you need to attach to a deeper why. And I feel like I have a deep why, but I still feel like it's satisfied. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I I guess I need to figure that out. What about you? Does that resonate with you or do you feel differently? of like why I need to scale my business or like what's my why? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I think um, one big thing that I've, I've been very observant of over the past, I mean, what, maybe three, four years uh, since I, I've made a, a big career change and I've been on our team and, and whatnot is you, you definitely are a byproduct of who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. So, For sure. And I mean, it, it. Look at the last two. I mean, what two, three weeks? I've been coming into our other office where the whole team's at three, four times a week instead of one time every other week, because mm-hmm. I felt that that energy, that difference. Where if I go to this other office, that it's it's convenient, it's easy. I can get there from my my house in five minutes, uh, but it's just dead. There's no one there. There's no. I mean, the people that are there aren't making 50 to 75, you know, cold calls a day like everyone else in, in our on our team's doing and being around that. And even the people that aren't on our team that are in that same, um, I guess, kind of, I, I'd even call it like a bubble. We have our own bubble because mm-hmm. I, I, even if you go to different parts of our building, it's not, it's not like that at all. Um, yeah. So I noticed, I mean, it was, oh, well, shoot, I mean like two weeks, two, it would have been two or three weeks ago. I came in and like everyone was there and everyone Mm -hmm. was calling and everyone was just 
feeling it. And I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta come back out here more. Like that's just it. Cause I think that's, that's going to be a big difference. Cause looking at my goals that I had set versus where I'm at January started off great, super hot, busy, mm-hmm. closed plenty. February had a couple and it's definitely a lot less than January. And now I'm looking at what could happen in March and it's like, on pace for like, like you said, what you did the year before and the year before that, where it's like, you're perfectly comfortable. You can't be, can't complain about how well it, it went. Cause it's still in the top, what, 10, 15% of the, of the state. Right. And, and so it's like, I, I, I found in the last couple of weeks, even being around that my pipeline is built substantially. Yeah. And I think that that's like a common thing. Like, if I look year over year in just our market and Utah in general, like first quarter is usually a little hit or miss. It's kind of, you know, as the weather starts to thaw, people start to come out of the woodwork. And I think the achiever in me is like, I'm not one sixth of the way to my goal because it's the end of February. And like, you know what I mean? Like you're really boiling it down to like a per month per week. Yeah, because I received some coaching when I was starting this year Mm -hmm. um, about like breaking your your month or your year into weeks and really looking at like, what are you know, what are you going to do on week eight? Like, okay, it's week nine coming up. Like, what can you do this week that drives you towards your goal? And I think it's funny because I know better, but I still make decisions each day like uh, like. I guess I'm okay with it or maybe I'll take a break or maybe I won't push myself as hard because, you know, I'm at least on pace to not do worse than I did last year, you know, like, but I think it's in those moments of decision where, you know, if you're like, okay, like I only have a couple more days this week to set the appointments that I need to go on or, you know, capture new prospects or, you know, whatever. Right. Whatever. um, number you're tracking. But you know, what I've been noticing is I've been getting busier with like coaching and obviously like all seven equities, like spending more time with my family, trying to work less hours, like, and that actually is a whole other thing about your, my why, but like I set kind of conflicting goals this year. Like one of my major goals is to work less hours and to be more present at home and to, you know, actually take time away from my business that is truly away from my business, which is hard for us as realtors. We're always on our phones looking and talking to people and, you know, looking for opportunities in business. Like, so while I want to increase my volume by 50%, I'm also trying to work fewer hours and it kind of a little bit of, turmoil like if i do the same volume less hours i'm not going to be satisfied <laughs> like yeah. i i should be i should be but like i had two goals work less hours and increase my business so that efficiency business. factor like is important and so i don't know i've kind of been <sighs> struggling with that but in struggle is, I mean, that shows growth, right? So that's right, the, being uncomfortable. the key indicator that you're growing is when you're uncomfortable and stretching. So it's funny that kind of, I guess. 
ties into you have you have you read or i guess listened to if you're a person like i am Uh, i don't read (laughs) yeah i don't either i don't don't do that i listen uh the four-hour work week it's kind of one of those Honestly, it's on like I, every top 10 entrepreneurs yeah. list of books and, and things like that. I've never read it. Um, and you know what? I think I even own it on audible, but I just don't think I've ever actually listened to it. So I was the so. same way. And I think, I think I had never really looked into it or bought it or any, I think, I think it's even on your bookshelf in your office. If I'm going to be completely honest with you. It might be. And I remember asking, I can't, it wasn't you. It was someone else in our general area that we're in about the book. And they're like, oh, it's kind of just cliche, whatever, unrealistic. But, it, but what I'm getting at is um, what you were saying about you want to do more business, but put in less time. But that time that you're putting in just needs to be, how, how, did, you, how did you say, you didn't say it, but how I would say, I guess, is just like better quality time. Yeah. Like be, be, being more efficient. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. Um, and that's kind of what that book boils down to. It's like spend those, if you're four hours a week, I guess for the sake of the, the title, if those four hours are what you're working in a week, those four hours have to be the best four damn hours you're going to ever, you're going to have to make mm-hmm. sure that every, the rest of that time that you're, you're working, making money, whatever it is, is the best possible outcome for you. Right. And I've been thinking a lot about that because, you know, how how many of us are sticking to some sort of routine mm-hmm. just because it's what we do, right? Like, like, am I sitting at the office for this amount of hours because I have to? It's like the expected thing to be there from like oh, I kind of work a traditional, to yeah, ten, nine to five ish thing and like we have flexibility and freedom in our jobs to be gone but you know or to be wherever we need or want to be but some days it's like you know it's a, a challenge in my own mind like do I leave and go spend unexpected family time because that's a high value right and part of what I'm trying to do to balance my life um and then the fear kicks in. Well, if you leave, like, what if something pops up for work? Or, you know, what if you're unavailable when you need to be available? And, you know, people are expecting you to be around the office because it's only on Tuesday or, you know, whatever. That's Those a funny mental trap, actually, because it's like, what, yeah. what, what good is you sitting around scrolling through Instagram for an hour and mm-hmm. a half in your office then versus like, yeah, spending time with your kids or your wife? Yeah. And then it's like. I, I, you know, I kind of am always dealing with that. Like Dave talks about like, well, I don't want to know what happens if I am not at my desk every day, because when I'm at my desk every day, this happens. And, you know, he's, right. he's running a huge successful team and he has this money and he's got flips and he's got all these deals. And like, you know, he's like, don't test fate. Like, don't, don't right. start kind of being do what you 25 mean. times a winter and like be gone and then watch your business burn like it's a good point i don't know so it's kind of a i maybe i just need to read like he said he's got yeah do four hours of intense thoughtful work and not eight hours of mediocre half-assed in the great 
words of Ron Swanson, don't half-ass two things, <laughs> whole-ass one thing. Whole-ass one thing. That's perfect. That's so funny. <laughs> if anybody hasn't seen Parks and Recreation, please. I'd be shocked. That's Watch one of those. It. That's one of those that it's like if you haven't seen it, you get made fun. You don't get made fun of, but it's like the same thing of like, have you seen Game of Thrones? And like when I tell people like, no, they just get shocked. It's like, no. I know. I've actually never watched Game of Thrones, but I, I do know how it, it got ends. weird real fast, and I just couldn't keep track of people. I don't like fantasy things. Like it's just not my realm. I'm not interested. Kind of like Harry Potter, but like not. Well, like listen, that that's real. That's real life. <laughs> First of all, shut your damn mouth. Yeah, that's real. I can't believe you said that. You, <laughs> you dirty muggle. If if you like Harry Potter, I feel like you should love Game of Thrones. No, they're totally different. First off, we're not going to oh, get into this okay. right now. There's <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> all right, so. If we're not going to get into muggles and incest. Because um, that is what Game of Thrones was. That is why I was like, I'm good here. Oh, thanks. Um, what, what is, what's been on your mind? We're, you know, you're coming into a new month. It's going to be March. Sure. Um, so, um, where are you at with your goals? I mean, we had a meeting today, it? team meeting today, and talking about, uh, I mean, it was just, it was like a, it was book club. It was great. It was a good time, but yeah. it was on a really good book. Twenty one irrefutable laws of leadership. Plug it, watch mm-hmm. it, listen By to it. It's John great. C. Maxwell. Easy listen. Really, really powerful stuff. Anyways, um, the one thing listening to everyone going through whatever chapter they were assigned or whatever when we were talking about this is what's the quote that that I? It's winners win, right? Winners win. Mm-hmm. They're gonna find a way to do it. And that's kind of one mentality that I was I was really really like clicked to hooked to at the hip mm-hmm. for a while there, um, especially last year. I mean, especially into like the quarter one, two, and three. Quarter four, I is where I think I, I realized where that is where it it kind of had that disconnect, where it started mm-hmm. to fizzle and fade. I was still doing doing well. I finished the year strong. Um, I mean, heck into the first quarter, me, you and, um, Dave were like super consistent in the gym. That was going great, but stuff happens. Life was crazy. I kind of got stuck in in a rut and it was easy for me to find that excuses to pile up and get away from the things I've been needing to do. And, Mm -hmm. Especially because of like 2020 and like everything yeah, kind of had planned, through. like is easy. To, it got everything got canceled, right? Like, yeah. Um, and so I've kind of fizzled and faded from that. But today, sitting in that, I, I that's one thing I they just kept coming to mind. Like winners win. You'll winners find win. a way around it. The market's crazy in our industry right now. Like real estate is insane. There's like four listings total ever right now and one of them has there's been on fire at some point so take your pick you know there's literally eight homes for sale right now in north salt lake I in the that. whole city of north salt lake there's eight homes and two of them are mobile homes sold with outland so <laughs> i looked up today 
I think I did under 350,000 in like Southern Davis County. So Kaysville to North Salt Lake under 350. I think there was two listings. Yeah. And they were probably those mobile homes. Yeah. And that's the thing so it's like, like you can find an excuse. That's you just can it. find a way, right? Yeah. It's like, so it's like, yes, there's qualified buyers. Cause those are like, there's, there's business to be had because those listings are selling everything that's out there. It's selling. So what's stopping me from getting that business? Why am I not getting that business? How do I get that business? Right. Like Dave said today, there might be 2,000 active listings, but there's 7,000 under contract. That means 7,000 agents have figured out how to get their buyer a deal, right? Exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's aligning yourself with the right team, the right tools to help your buyers get into it and get whatever done you need, whatever the price point is. So when that one does pop up, that's, you know, the gold mine under $300,000 in Southern Davis County or you know, whatever it may be, have the tools, win it, get it, get yeah. the business, help your, help your clients out. Um, yeah. and so that, that and was actually, kind of the wake what, up call for me this, this morning in that, in that meeting was like, it's easy to like mope around. It's easy to be, I think Russ on our, Russ, one of our coworkers, he said, he's, he's it's easy for him because he's, he's a realist and he goes, holy crap. Like, the chances and looks at it more like statistically, like what are the chances that I could get someone like that and do and deal? Who cares? Like push to the side, find a way to do it. Yeah. Even if the odds are slim, you know, you can look at the insurmountable side or you can look at the possible side. It's, exactly. You know, depending on it. You know, I actually want to go back. I know this is a little out of order, but you talked about like earlier wanting to be around people that were, you know, yeah chasing their goals and being highly successful and right. and you kind of have the option of working in one of two office spaces and one is dead and one is on fire and you know you've been wanting to be around successful people um i was just having a conversation the other day with rob um about just early on in my career um i heard the quote that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with exactly and yep. that that like I just really took that to heart like early on in my sales career when I got into real estate and I was like looking at it literally like how many hours a day do I spend with who like in a week I'm with my wife you know I'm on the phone with my brother and then it's like who are the other three people that like are influencing me the most right and that's why back then and even still today, like I latched on to Dave, our team leader, like, and my, our good friend and all of those things, that, you know, but like, he's going to listen to it, to this, you I can know, guarantee he, it. Call him daddy Dave. I know big daddy Dave, but like, you know, I felt uncomfortable, like to a point where I was like always inviting myself to lunch with him and the guys from work when I was like, not really their friend, just kind of like on their team and around, but they would be like, oh, we're going to grab food. And I would just go because I felt like, well, if I'm around these millionaires, like, you know, maybe right. you know, they're going to go and talk about it out. these flips they're doing or whatever it is. And it's like, you have no business yeah. being even relevant honestly, in that conversation, but you're inviting yourself. I like that. It's made the biggest difference in my life. I mean, now I've been friends with Dave for eight years, and it's like, 
you know, we bounce all of our ideas and goals off of each other. And that's, I think, what keeps me going to the office. So to like, you know, in the face of the four hour work week, like, yeah, I could probably be like mega efficient for four hours a week. But like, if I'm not around people doing more than me, I'm scared that I'll let it go. I'm scared that I'll let it slip. And that, you know, I'll find a way to make an excuse rather than to make a new record or, you know, those types of things. Like, so I think there's a lot of power in proximity. Yeah, and absolutely. making sure that you're not, you know, the smartest person in the room, the richest person in the room, making sure that you're challenged uh, by your circle. Yeah. And I think that's part of what, uh, what kind of that epiphany I had, like I said, that, you know, winners win, you're going to, you're going to find a way if you have to have to find a way. So, um, cause it's, yeah, it's that same go. mentality. I, yeah, we're kind of like looping back around, but that's that same mentality that everyone around my office there has got like, you've got across mm-hmm. the hall, you've got Y that's in there grinding every day and mm-hmm. doesn't ever seem to be like down about, you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're 50 calls in and he's had two people who's, who he's talked to and, you know, one has no money or has like <laughs> no credit, but was a good conversation. He's happy about it. Cause he's just putting him in the pipeline for later. Like just like the craziest things that it's so easy for a lot of people to be like, Oh, that sucked. Well, it was a waste of time. Like, I don't know. He's just, he's got that mentality. So being around that and like, we both just keep our doors open as we're making our calls and whatnot. And like, it's awesome. It's good to be around. Yeah. And even Adam, a newer guy on our oh my team, gosh, dude, coming nuts. in, like freaking on fire, dude. Like, and he's new, but he's a killer, and he's going to be, you know, a really strong leader to be around as he kind of takes this, you know, right. And so that's just it. It's, I don't know why I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be around that. Yeah, because maybe the other people. I love saw, hearing I can... this. I didn't know that this was on your mind because. When you got your office in Centerville, you oh, know, Dave I'm and I's biggest so concern stoked. was like, you're not going to be around the crew. And I'm like, it, it was, it's, it was fine. Know. Like I can't, I mean, last year yeah. I did with everything, you know, every obstacle that got there, I had a, the best year I've had in, in yeah, this, of course. In, in this mm-hmm. you know, like it's not like my business has lacked, right. but at the same time. Now looking back, I guess like in this moment right now, thinking about it, like what difference would it have been if I didn't separate myself from that crowd as much? Yeah. Like granted, I, I guess I, I had, I guess the reasoning for moving my office closer to home is you know, with the newborn and there's, there's mm-hmm. the reasons for it, but. I but I think I, I just think that it's exciting to now have a new appreciation for that synergy right and it's like like i'm not saying you should never have gone i think it's really good that you went Uh and now when you want to elevate your goals and your production you're seeing okay well if i'm gonna do more you know i need to be around people who are doing more as well you know like that's how i feel like you know, I'm not the type of guy that's like every single year I've made more money than the year before. I think I've had a couple years where I've dipped, where right. I've, you know, either taken my foot off the gas or just kind of had something off. And remember the year we had our first baby, like I did significantly less business than the year previous. Mm-hmm. And like, 
it, you know, it almost, I feel like gave me more of a reason to fight back at the next calendar year. Like, you know what, 2016 wasn't what I wanted it to be. So, and you know, I had a baby, it was amazing in other ways, but business wise, you know, I'm like, in Blair is actually the best. She's so freaking funny. Um, but like, you know, business wise, I, I saw the, I saw the step down and then I was like, all right, like in order to go above and beyond, like, you know, that's what we have to do. And I think 2017 was the first year I made over like 250, I think. And that was like a huge increase, you know, like coming off of a dip, you know, right. so it's like a, it's like an arrow, Chad. You you had to pull back, get that tension, and then as you released, forward. it shot you forward. <laughs> You're that's right. A, that's a probably not correct, but we're gonna. Go I'm ready with for it. your huge release oh back in 2021. I'm ready for it. Let's just get it done. <laughs> no, Let's I do think it. this is a great. I think this is a great conversation. And honestly, I know we've been talking a lot about specifics of real estate, but I think this is so applicable in every aspect, whether, you know, it is an entrepreneur or self, you know, made business or it's your fitness goals or it's your spirituality Mm -hmm. or your family relationships, like, you know, proximity is power. Yeah. Apply it it where you're lacking or where you want to get better. I guess you don't even have to be lacking, but Mm -hmm. what you want better. Yeah. And then also just, you know, know that it's human nature that we're going to look for, you know, the path of least resistance. And when you find yourself getting comfortable, you need the alarms to go off in your mind, like, I'm comfortable, but I'm not growing. (laughs) And then decide, like, how important is that growth to you? And why do you need to grow? And all those types of things. I think it's just as a cycle always. I agree. Yeah. So what is, what does that mean for supervision? So, you know, I like not to be cliche about the name of our podcast, but I still really like the name of our podcast because I mean, we chose it for a reason. Yeah. Like to, we've always talked about how there's two meanings to the word, right? Like to have supervision, really clear, high goals, high vision of what you want your life to look like. And then also the stewardship that we have to supervise or watch over our, you know, our life or what we've been trusted with and, and, you know, what's under our general Mm -hmm. care. You know, what does that mean to you? Do you think? Well, it's just the thing. I I know this is one thing we keep, like just going like just even today like at the office it's like we can do so much more like you can Mm -hmm. do more you can handle more you can be better so it's like plugging Mm -hmm. that into that aspect of it having that vision of what's got to happen where and when i mean it doesn't have to be immediate right and of course not like Mm -hmm. there's there's so much more out there and what we're grabbing and doing personally is it so minuscule it's ridiculous right like it doesn't even compare Mm -hmm. to what is possible so what do we what do we do to get what we want as much as we can whatever 
you want you want to plug into, I guess. And I think the starting point there is is to be really clear about what you want because that's the thing that I'm caught up in right now. It's like I'm saying that I want one thing, but I'm not going after it. I'm just kind of taking what comes to me. Uh-huh. And that's a place of comfort for me to be like, well, I've generated all this business and, you know, I've got a great clientele base that, you know, feeds my, you know, my workload and everything like that. And I have been resistant to going to take down the things that are bigger or, you know, in higher end neighborhoods or more expensive, which is like what I need to do to reach my goal. But, you know, like I know that the law of attraction works. I know that whatever I put out into the universe that I'm going to get, like that's deep in me. And I know that it's true, but like, I'm almost avoiding it maybe because it's true. Like I'm almost like, you know, like I don't want to get uncomfortable. I know that that'll happen if I do it, but you know, I don't want to, make those different calls or change my schedule to accommodate for something I've never really done before. And right. Knocking doors and being in that area, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I just need, need to jump in because you know, that's what it's going to take. It's like Kevin doing his 10 Oahu's. That's the one that's that training we sat in at the beginning of the year. He mentioned that. I really like that, 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 um, that training you were talking about where you kind mm-hmm. of learn to break it down by weeks and not months. Um, yeah, he does 10 Oahu. So he, how did he describe it? He's like, I, I have to knock 10 doors a week that are going to be in the price point that will make it possible for me to buy my beach house in Oahu. So that's why he calls them the, his Oahu's. I love it. Yeah. He differentiates the type of connections that he's making. Right. And he titles it after his goal. I, I've been thinking about that a lot. And I wanted to call them Oahu's, not necessarily because I, I mean, I'd love a house in Hawaii, but sure. like, Who just because I liked how it sounded, like, yeah. oh, the it's Oahu's, catchy. like, like, you know, I don't want to call them the Bear Lake contact, you know, <laughs> I need to think bigger. <laughs> I, I think but, I referenced it earlier as like, um, you know, like Newport Beach is, is, mine and Kaylee's like one of our favorite places ever. And so I think at one point I was talking with Kaylee about it and I mentioned them and I called them our my new, like doing it as like, if I did it myself and calling them a new, like my new ports, I have to do 10 new ports a week. And then I thought Mm -hmm. about it and I was like, it just sounds like I'm trying to smack, uh, smoke a pack of just crappy cigarettes, (laughs) a pack of new ports a week, baby. Got to get through them. You know, (laughs) that's really funny. I didn't think about that. Yeah, 10 new um, like, nah, it sounds dumb. I don't like it. So. Well, I don't, I think, I think it's wise to make the Newport contact, whether they're called absolutely that or not. And I need to take my own advice because I'm not doing it. Yeah. But I am making progress towards getting my license in California, which I oh, think yeah. will give me the, a clear shot at like a bigger, a little bit of a boost even maybe. in California. So. Little, uh, I am excited about motivation. that. No, it's exciting. It's awesome. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, I'm just, Zachary. I'm just jealous and mad. You didn't. You didn't tell me to do it with you. 
I you got bigger fish. I got, I'm, I've got bigger fish to fry here. I've got to get I'm my paving license. the ways here. I'm yeah. paving the way for you so that I can make it easier for you. Yeah, I got to get my broker's license first. So <laughs> do it. I'll do that. Do here. it. I am. I, I've got to do it by July. So I'll probably start in June. <laughs> That's how that start a little sooner than that. Yeah. Diamonds are made under pressure, baby. <laughs> no minute like the last. Um. All right, my friend. Well, I think you're great. I think you're great. You're awesome. Oh, thank you. Thanks for um, playing me a nasty. And I, listen, I I gotta admit, they're not the nastiest thing ever. Those Cadbury eggs. Thanks for buying me one of those today at the gas station. Oh my gosh, it's delicious. It's just absolutely too much. delicious. Um, but yeah, I uh, I'm excited to see what you do next. We're coming up to the end of February. Reattach ourselves to these goals and make sure that we end the first quarter strong because it's coming in hot. Like it or not. Mm-hmm. What a, coming heard, in hot. I think it was Kevin Hart on the Joe Rogan podcast, Joe Rogan Experience. Mm-hmm. He said something to the extent of like what he why he does. Um, like he's just a grinder. If you don't know, like Kevin Hart's incredible businessman. Yeah. Anyways, he says like it does. You can get down. Like it doesn't matter. The sun's going to come up tomorrow and the moon's going to set after that. Like you can sit around and mope or you can just get it done because the day's going to come tomorrow anyways. Same thing. Yep. Quarters, end of the quarters, get it done. Yep. I love it. Awesome. All right, dude. All right. Well, well, hey, everyone. Thank you all for listening. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Can't thank you enough. It means a lot to us. And share this with a friend who wants or needs a little motivation yeah maybe someone just unexpected yeah someone you haven't had that yeah that conversation that like hey you kind of suck right now don't do that that's mean (laughs) share this with all of your friends who suck (laughs) ready break (laughs) have a good night (laughs) thanks everybody thank you guys later bye-bye